Well, look who decided to show up to class. It's you. Good morning, bitch. Um, this is crazy. Okay. So I'm going to be honest. If you're listening to this, it's me, mommy. And I'm sitting here on daddy's couch. I'm sitting here with a fur coat on. Yes, it's fake. I'm wearing a camo hat. I support the troops, even though I'm against war vehemently. And I have... I'm afraid to say it, but I know there's an elephant in the room. I know there is, and I'm terrified to say it, but I am missing a nail in my pinky. I don't want to talk about it. I feel, I think there's fungus in there. I'm not going to lie. I do. What I do think is that I do think that there's fungus in it. So I'm missing a nail. I just went, came from my friend's house right now, and I was wearing this coat, and I was like, I just... I recorded an episode this morning, and it was about self-pleasure, and I made it about three things, which was... Self-care, masturbating, and being in bed and eating takeout in bed, not showering. And I was like, you know what? This episode isn't really good. Like, I did it for 45 minutes, and I was like, genuinely, in my heart of hearts, would I listen to this episode? And the answer was no. So I'm like, I'm not going to. Also, I can't take myself seriously, me looking at you like this, when I literally have a fur coat on. This is insane. But I'm like, I'm not... My my main character family deserves better than this. And also, like, if I'm not going to listen to it, why the fuck should you? I only listen to good shit. I listen to good music. I listen to good people. And I listen to good podcasts. And I do have the best podcasts in town. Why does it look like I have a gun in my hand? I always do this. I'm against guns. Get it together. Do the Republicans hear that listening? This is for you, baby. So I was like, fuck that. I want to do something else. So I had a phone call with my old person I worked with at Crooked. And I was just like, I... I feel lost in this episode. I want to do something. And she's like, do you know what people really look to you for? And I said, tell me. And she goes, advice. People look to you for advice more than you know. And I was like, I've never really gotten the chance to ask my followers some advice. Or ask you to tell me advice. That's English. The English language. That's crazy. So what I did today was I put on my Instagram. What are some questions or things that you have advice on? Let me be the older sister you never had. Let me be the baby that you never had. Let me be the mama. Let me be mother real quick. Let me be mother real quick. And I'll tell you what the fucking trophy is. So I asked on my Instagram, give me the tea. What's something that you need advice on that you've been dying to know? It could be about anything and everything. It could be about climate change and I'll pull some shit out of my ass it could be about Yasmin why do you look so good I'll pull it out of my ass Yasmin why do your tits look good and everything that you wear I will say it is because of my surgeon yada yada like I will have an answer for everything you could say why is the sky blue I'm like is it actually though that's a thing that's there there's someone in my life I'm not gonna name who it is she is like like, if QAnon was, but like, liberal and progressive, this is where she would lie. Which is, I think is so crazy. Conspiracy theories are just actually wild to me. But anyways, moving on to something more important. That is you. Um, I asked people the tea. I asked them, ask me questions. I'm good at advice. And they did. So, let's get into it. Shall we? <laughs> Class, it's time for session. This is not sponsored by any. <coughs> this episode's not sponsored by anything but yours truly. Classes in session. Are you? S- Remember, 
if you're listening or watching this podcast, posture up, eyes open, unless you're driving. I love it when you drive with your eyes closed. Keep driving with your eyes closed, baby, and just listen to me. Take notes because I'm good at advice. If there's something that's a problem with you, you can always ask it to me. Go into my DMs, slide into my DMs, ask ask me for advice. I'm happy to give it to you. So let's start off strong, shall we? Damn, y'all really went crazy with this. There's so many of them. Also, I can't get over my pinky right now, the fungus. Um, okay. All right. First question out of the gate. This is Lovegate. Lovegate, not Watergate. The question is, how do I love myself? Girl, honey, I'll give you like a little fun flirty answer and then I'll keep it real with you. The f- and, oh my God, I sound like a fucking preacher. But like the fact that you're even alive, the fact that you are born, like when two people fuck or like when you're made in a lab, I was IVF, uh, like the fact that that semen in sperm went all the way to the egg. There is, there's millions of them just swimming, just swimming like this, just swimming up and to, to go into the egg to try to catch that egg. For you to be born is so rare. And the fact that out of all the little spermies in the entire world, that little spermie hit that egg and that egg became you. Like that is damn special. And I think like whenever you feel like you're in doubt about yourself and and, and, and insecure with who you are and you feel like you can't love yourself or there's no reason to love you, just remember that you are one in a fucking million quite literally one in a million like you could have not been born you could have actually not been born and the world is so lucky to have you I think actually starting off with affirmations every morning I know that sounds so Gwyneth Paltrow core goop core which makes me want to throw up but I can't take myself seriously in this fucking fur coat but look in the mirror every morning tell yourself three affirmations and I really want to say do one physical then two internal for example I'll do one I'll do one right now with you because I know I put on a facade that like uh, like I'm so confident I'm so good at what I do blah blah but like I'm an insecure bitch too and I think it's a lie to say that you're not insecure everyone's insecure and everyone's trying to learn how to love themselves constantly it's an uphill battle but for me like right now just look at the camera and say hi I'm Yasmeen say your name too hi I'm blank whatever your name may be I love my smile I love the way I make others feel and I love the way I love and you don't need to get into it you don't even need to have like a debrief with yourself just starting off with three things and verbally saying it out loud while you're looking at yourself really makes a difference because there's something in your brain that says oh if I put this out in the universe, then I will believe it. And sometimes it may start off as a lie where you have to lie to yourself to pretend to love yourself. But the more you say it, the more you're likely to believe it. I think you're special. I think every single person's a main character. That's the whole point I did this fucking show was to make you, the viewer, the listener, the watcher, the, make you feel like you're the main character because fuck it, you are. Romanticize every single thing in your life. And if you don't love yourself that's okay. It takes time. But I implore you to ask yourself why. And I encourage you to give yourself love, even if you're faking it, because it feels nice to be loved, especially by yourself. You're loved, period, point blank, bitch. Next question. Okay. Okay, T. 
I hate my fashion right now and don't know where to start on a style revamp. Help. Honey. Oh, God. <sighs> Who do you look up to in fashion? Don't say me. Don't say me too quickly. Okay, okay, okay. But actually... Who do you look up to in fashion? Or what are some things that you like about your body that you want to accentuate? If it's your legs, maybe wear something that accentuates your legs more. If you like showing off your shoulders, maybe wear a shirt or something that shows off the shoulders a little bit more. If you like accessories and always being blinged out a little bit, wear chunkier jewelry. I think go make, make a fucking Pinterest board of different styles that you like. And I don't think you need to go to like Aritzia or like to one of these big stores and just shop and like buy a new closet. See what you already have, what's long term. And I think basics, you can never have too many basics. I think a black tank top, black t-shirt, white tank top, white t-shirt, dark pair, pair of blue jeans, light pair of blue jeans, like some cute black shoes like and like a nice hat and like you have the core you have the seed planted for the outfit now it's time to revamp it we're getting into winter and autumn time it's time for a coat right now right now I'm wearing a black tank top and blue jeans that is it some sambas and that's that like is it fashion no but what makes it fashion is that I have the coat with it not wearing any makeup, didn't even brush. I didn't even brush my hair today. I haven't even put on deodorant. What it is, is you're wearing something that kind of gives you that oomph. I like being above and beyond. I like going, I like the extra bullshit. So obviously I'm in a fur coat and a hat. It has, it, they contrast each other, but that's what makes it so good. I think figure out colors that really accentuate and colors that you like. If you have like green eyes, go for like reddish colors. Go for something that makes your eyes pop. Like if you have Addison Rae mom eyes like that are blue. Also, everyone with blue eyes look like a Siberian Husky with blue eyes. Does that make sense? But like show off those eyes, like do do things, try out new styles. And like you might you might not like the things that you're wearing. But if you don't wear it, you'll never actually know. Um, so that's that. OK, in a crisis when the news is less than trustworthy, where slash how do you look for unbiased sources? Oof, timely is what I'll say about that one. Um, when I was younger, my parents used to make us, not make us, that sounds like a fucking abusive, like, you have to watch this. Um, I put the fake gun that I have in my hand. Once again, I'm anti-gun, but I used to watch Fox News with my parents and CNN. I then would put on Rachel Maddow um, on MSNBC and watch that. I used to watch Larry King Live, I watched Pierce Morgan. I watched Anderson Cooper 360. I watched, um, actually, I, I rarely watched Hannity and like Tucker Carlson wasn't then there back then. But I think it's important to diversify what you watch because if you live in an echo chamber in a bubble of constant, like, like I'm very liberal. I'm very progressive. I'm very to the left. Um, and I think it, that's a blessing and a curse if you only listen to things that's in the left because you don't actually get the background of what else is going on in the world. Just like if you're only listening to things on the right, you live in an echo chamber. So in regards to right now and like things going on throughout the world or what's going on in our country or, and overseas, I think um, listen to people on the ground. I think with what's going on, 
Listen to the people that are risking their lives on the ground. Listen to local journalists. Once again, if it's just overseas or if it's like in your city of L.A. or like city of New York, listen to the politicians and listen to the, the grassroots organizers who are on the ground actually trying to make change and not just doing it for physical or like social appearances. I think that's the number one thing. And I also say if you're trying to get newsworthy and trust trustworthy news, ask people you rely on that you look up to for information that you know is unbiased. And I'm going to keep it real. Like everything in life is biased. Like if you say there's no bias, like that's a lie. Like just like I'm my parents' favorite kid. That's unbiased. I'm kidding. I'm not. My brother and sister are the favorites too. But <laughs> no, like they're the favorites, but. I think reach out to people that you trust or to have dialogue with as well to ask questions and not be afraid to. But I think the most important thing is look at the people who are on the ground doing the work and see what's happening on the ground. That is the most important thing because CNN, Fox News, MSNBC, everything's everything's run by the big man. Everything's run by the big man. Who the big man is, I don't I have no idea. They're probably some old rich white guy like living in fucking Austin, Texas. Like Like those are the people who are running all these companies, whether it's from the left or the right. So I think that's important. I hope that helps. Okay, another question. Oh, I like this. At this point, I'm thinking of a matchmaker. Is that reasonable at 30? You're 30. You're 30 years old. You, you're like, you, your balls dropped literally yesterday. Your period just happened this morning. Like you are actually so young. And I, 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 I mean, it could be fun to have like a matchmaker, like to kind of like have that little moment of someone matching you. But that, why would you pay? I mean, I'm, I'm not opposed to that. Like if you, if that's what's going to make you happy, absolutely. But I, I think you're too young for that. I think you're, I think you're at such an amazing age where you get to try out new things, whether it's like going on dating apps or like picking up a random person at a bar or like meeting friends through friends. Like, honestly, I would ask your friends, do you know anyone who's single right now that I do think I would get along with? Like, I'd love to go on like a, go for a date with someone. I think that's, I think that's more fun than like going with a matchmaker because that puts so much pressure on you that like, if it doesn't work out, what does that say about me when it has nothing to do with you? It is nothing about you. You're I would say you're perfect or at least close to it. Like you're the main character, honey. Like you don't need a supporting role to get to get you to where you are. Like that is all you at this moment. And I, th- I think you're too young for a matchmaker. I think you're like, you remember main characters, we peak on our deathbed. You're at a constant incline. So keep going up. I don't think you need a matchmaker yet. In my opinion, if you want to do that, eat honey and like do what you got to do. But I don't think you need one. But if you do, please let me know how that goes. I'm very intrigued about that whole like matchmaking thing goes. I'm like, does it actually work? I'm lucky. I met my partner through the most romantic, old school, um, traditional thing in the entire world, Hinge. Um, (laughs) Okay, another question. What are your R&R self-care tips? R&R. R&R. Arg, arg, God, nor Emma, R, R and R, rest and relaxation. What helps me rest and relax? Um, dimming lights, putting candles on, 
um, moisturizing my eczema-ridden body, uh, laying into bed, putting an eye mask on, and watching How to Get Away with Murder. I think everyone has their own ways of rex- resting and relaxing. I think I think this self-care wellness journey is so long. I think like actually figuring out what you like and what serves you so you wake up in the morning more rested and what makes you feel fulfilled is the biggest thing try out different types of like self-care tips like I think if you want to like do a full face mask one night and like get high and like watch a movie do that if you want to the next night only do an eye mask um take a nice shower shave your entire body or don't shave your entire body but like and like maybe like rub one out real quick and then go straight to bed like do that like also rest and relaxation like I think doom scrolling through TikTok is not the way to go with that. Like, I think I think having something very close to your face doesn't really do much. Also, I've been recently taking this thing called moon juice. This is also not a sponsorship. I should really be fucking getting paid for this. But like there's this um, L-theanine in magnesium drink that I drink before bed and you just put a teaspoon in into water and you mix it a little bit and it makes me feel so calm. Um, 25 years old is when when you're 25, your frontal cortex stops growing and it's fully developed so that kind of scares me so I think just like nurturing your brain in whatever way you can um helps me relaxed also not watching the news before bed that helps me relax because the world's in fucking chaos and I don't really want to go to bed thinking about that um also what helps me relax is I answer all my texts that I haven't replied throughout the day like right before I go to bed because I get this really good feeling in the morning when I wake up to a bunch of texts being like like I haven't heard from you like it makes me feel wanted so that I don't know if that helps you or I don't I don't I don't know if that actually helps but um try that put your feet up put a candle on kind of set the tone like you're about to fuck someone but instead it's just you in the room watching some tv or reading a book does that make sense put on a candle ambiance is the way to go lighting everything put some like light jazz music on an eye mask like pamper yourself that's the best way to go about it advice on moving away from family and friends oh honey so I don't know if you know this but I studied abroad um and that was a very big transition for me the thing is I know the person who wrote this and I just want you to know everyone's so proud of you and forget that forget let's take a pause right there No one just wakes up one day and wants to move across the country or go to a new place, leaving their friends and family, unless like this is something that's been well thought out. Uh, This has been a goal. This has been something that you've determined a lot of time, effort, money and resources to go to. And I think this is not a light decision that you you would have been making if you didn't want to do it. Trust that instinct that you want to be there wherever it is. I I I think you taking that leap of faith like if not now when this is the time to try out new things and the best part is your family and your friends will always be there you might not talk as much you might not see them as much but you have to trust that they're gonna be there just like you're gonna be there but this is your time this is your main character moment to get out there to kind of see the world and see everything I think this is such an exciting time for you and like enjoy your life because when you're 40 and 50 if you decide to have kids if you have a partner like you're you're not you might not be able to do that because you're gonna have responsibilities because you get to do that now that is such an exciting thing and just know that people around you are so proud of you for doing that 
I think that's the biggest thing. Like I, after moving to New York, I was like, all my friends are in LA. I do have some friends in New York, but like most of my family's in the West Coast. Well, my immediate family, I feel like so isolated because usually I like going home a lot, but like I know they're rooting for me. Just like you should be knowing that everyone's rooting for you. Next question. Advice on feeling stuck in life. Oof. Listen to my last episode. That, literally, I'm just going to say that. Listen to my last episode about moving to New York, and I feel like you will get the answers you need from that. Next question. Long distance. Ooh. I, I would identify as being a pro at long distance. I, what I do identify as is being a pro at long distance. I, I am so good at long distance, it's not even fucking funny. I am currently in a long distance relationship. Yeah. Um, my partner lives um, in the UK. She does live there. And it's like, it's, it's the time difference is, is, is time differencing. Um, and I'm actually thinking about doing an episode on our long distance relationship. And like, I know I'm not the only one going through it. Um, and it's hard, but it's all the more worth it. Um, and also I have long distance relationships with my best friend, like, and my friends in the UK as well. And my family in Lebanon, like, those long distance relationships are so important. And I feel like all because these people are not in your life, in your everyday life, and you and you don't have the access to just go down the street to their house or you can call them, but the time difference, they're eight hours ahead, five hours ahead, doesn't even matter. I feel like always making it clear that they're loved and that you're there is the most important thing. Because they'll give it back to you. Obviously, if it's a healthy relationship, friendship, familial, romantic, always making it clear that you're there and making time. I think relationships are so there. It's so important to be intentional with your relationships. And the older you get, the more intentional you become because um, you have less time. So with that, you you need to be very specific with who you want in your life and who you want to make time for. And I feel like if it just so happens to be that you're in long distance relationships, um, make time for that. Give them care. Give them love. Um, it's important. Have FaceTime catch ups. Um, and if it is your romantic partner, always make time for them. In my opinion, daily. In my opinion, um, some people go days without talking to the partner. I don't know how the fuck you do that. Um, good luck. I would rather die than not talk to my girlfriend every day, but, and my best friends, but, um, it's important. It's important to make time for them. And it's important that they make time for you and always making sure that you're there. Oh, this question. I didn't know I was going to get emotional to that. Wow. What has been the most important lesson you have learned from being a sister? Um, I would say being a sister <laughs> is the greatest gift that has ever happened to me. Um, I think my biggest lesson about being a sister is no matter what, loving unconditionally. And when I say unconditionally, it's thoroughly unconditionally. I think being the older sister, it teaches you a lot because I feel like you're the tester guinea pig. You are like, if your parents fuck up with you, they know what to do with the next, like they, they, uh, and obviously like parents have no rule book, but I think about being a sister, it's kind of seeing like I have a brother and a sister and it's kind of like seeing like little Yasmeens like running around fucking up in life, uh, making um, incredible connections in life, having joy in life, um, messing up and building it back up again. And like kind of you have to just let them you have to let them live 
without judgment because like I feel like as an older sister you're kind of like well I wouldn't do that well that's something that I just wouldn't do or like don't if, or if I want to give like my sister or my brother advice like take it from me don't do that but I also feel like in some fucked up way like they have to make that that mistake themselves for them to learn um whatever it may be and like they have to have those lived experiences because it makes it like that's what life's about it's about living and I think also my biggest lesson is watching to for me two people you love with every fiber of your being um just living and doing what they do and just like just living life is just such a joy <sighs> I think I think also once again making it clear you love them unconditionally we don't tell people enough that we love them when we love them and giving them their flowers when they deserve it so my biggest lesson is loving them unconditionally and like I finally know what unconditional means because of them all right next question oh damn okay how do you handle constant rejection from the industry Bitch, you just got to keep going. Bradley Cooper once told me this. I, th that sentence coming out of my mouth. Bradley Cooper once told me this. Um, he said, when you see the people in Hollywood, it could be Angelina Jolie, Margot Robbie, um, Viola Davis, any single... Well, Viola Davis, I believe, is one of the best actors of all time. But all of these people who you see in Hollywood, they're not the most talented, but they are the ones who didn't give up. And I think I think having that in the back of my mind, because I'm like in, as an actor, as a podcaster, as a, a, a an artist in general, as a creative, or honestly in any field, you're you're going to be handed rejections. This is the industry of no's. It's not the industries of yeses. Like, and every you're gonna you're gonna be given a hundred no's, before, thousands of no's before you get one fucking yes. But the mo but the person that you need to be constantly reminding yourself that this is worth it is yourself genuinely it's just feeling affirmed of in yourself and being like I'm worth it I feel like it's like the Maybelline like I'm worth it do you know what I mean next question how do you deal with roommate drama shit first and foremost I would say reflect what is the what is the dilemma and drama about what what is it something that is really bad and offensive that you need to immediately have a conversation with or is it something that you can take a pause take a beat which every white person loves to say let me take a beat, take a beat and, and figure out how do I approach the situation? And number one rule is don't get hostile. Like, don't be like, well, I just feel like, well, no, be like, hey, can we have a conversation? And I think once you and like make time for this dialogue. And I think once you make time for it and discuss it with this person and come at it as a place with we're both cohabiting together. I think there are certain expectations that need to be upheld or I it hurt my feelings when this was said or this was done or I feel like you're not being like this because chances are they're maybe feeling the same way about you. And so I think having that open dialogue and open communication can really help make things better. And if it doesn't get better, then you have to reevaluate if you think that you can sustainably live with this person. Um, but before you make any like rash decisions, I think the number one thing is to have an important um, dialogue with them. This one. Yasmin, how do I get rich like you popping pussy, making my arch back like that and selling on Depop? No, I don't know. I'm wearing a fur coat, but it's fake. And I got it at Zara for like 50 bucks. I don't know if this gives rich. Um, I also don't think rich is actually money anymore. I think rich is the vibe. Is the vibe rich or is it not giving? Does that make sense? 
Next question. How do you stay consistent with working out? Wow. Um, I used to hate working out. I viewed working out with hating my body, wanting to get skinny. But now I view it as a time finally for me where it's one hour of my day dedicated purely to myself and myself only. So having that outlook on it and like a a change of perspective of not wanting to get skinny because that is so toxic. Um, But I'd be lying if I say that I don't think about that sometimes. I absolutely do. Absolutely do. But I think when you acknowledge that and then move in the place of I, I, this is a time where scientifically I'm going to get happier after I do this because your brain releases serotonin and dopamine levels like skyrocket. I think looking at it like that and like this is a time where it's all about you. No one else. Everything that you're doing in that gym is for you and you only. You made the choice to be there and to walk through those doors and just remember that when you're going in there. And I feel like once you get into a routine and a habit and kind of pushing yourself with it, I feel like that helps. But also give yourself grace with it. Um, Give yourself a lot of grace and like put on some fun music with it and make it an enjoyable experience. If you know you don't like running, don't run. If you know you don't like doing weights and you like only stretching and Pilates, do that. If you like just walking on the treadmill for an hour, do that. Like that, it's all about cater to what fits you best. Because once again, it's an hour or however long you go for dedicated to you and only you. Just so everyone knows, the coat's slowly coming off because I'm actually starting to sweat, but I need to do this for the vibe. I need to do this for the vibe. Next question. I feel like when I get a night or two alone, like all by myself, I feel weird and bored. What are good ways to make the most out of a time spent alone and how to also make time to be alone without offending anybody? I feel like there's a stigma about being alone because that means you don't have a life when like actually I feel like if you don't, have alone time you actually don't know what it's like to really enjoy time alone with yourself um and I feel like if people are getting offended that you just want to be alone for a little bit then maybe they're not as mature um as you are and I sound like such a little cunt saying that like maybe they're not as mature as you are but like actually I think be having alone time and like making it like find things that you like to do alone and I feel like this is a big conversation with people our age that We don't know what we like to do. We don't know what tickles our fancy a little bit, what makes us happy. And I think figuring out what makes you happy and like what are some things that you like to do? Like let's say you like to go to an art museum. Go by yourself. See what that's like. Do that and see. Go for a couple hours. I feel like spending a couple days alone is not the worst thing in the world because then it kind of fuels you for the rest of the week. I need to take off my jacket right now. Hold on. Oh my God, I'm actually drenched right now. Like I just took off my fur coat jacket if you're listening to it and not watching. Holy mother of God. Okay, we're just gonna be, I'm raw dying it. I'm literally going in so deep, so raw, so real, so visceral. Um, I think if people are offended and if your friends are offended that you want to have a night in or if you want to like go to dinner on your own or do any of that, I think like you can politely say to them like, hey, like if this has nothing to do with you, this has nothing to do with anyone. I just feel like I need this time for myself to just refuel, organize myself and do that. Like Also, at, at the same time, I feel like you don't need to justify being alone. I feel like you don't need to justify anything that you do when it comes to yourself. I feel like if, if you're lighting your candles on both ends, you're going to get burnt out. So the only way to actually stay consistent and stay, I don't know, like focused on whatever it is you're doing in your life is by prioritizing time for yourself. It's important. Next question. 
how do you stay happy in a relationship? I think, remember the first thing that you found about this person that you really liked. I think, remember some of the first key moments and check in with yourself. Does it make you happy today? Like, for example, mine, like in my relationship, I remember the first time I ever met her and it was at the airport and she said something to me when I was coming down with my luggage and like to this day, and that was like up in January, like to this day, that means so much to me still. Like it, like it makes me, it, like it makes me fully have butterflies still. And I think remembering those little things from the beginning to now and like little things that have added on throughout the months or however long it might've been, or it may be, um, how does that make you feel? Are you still excited by this person? I also think like continuously being intimate with them and not only in a sexual way. I think when I say intimate, people always think, oh, sex. No, I think it's also having dinner dates, having like, if, in my case, long distance relationship, like FaceTime dates, doing fun things together, get to know each other still. I think when you're in a relationship, you just automatically, yep, the dating, dating life's over when no, you're constantly still getting to know this person. You're getting to know their ins and outs. Make it exciting. Like, don't, don't all because it's been a while or anything, just like, let it flush out. Like, don't get, never get too comfortable. I think it's important to be comfortable, be open with this person, but in a way of don't get too comfortable around them. We're like, I don't know, like don't shit with the door open. If you think that's going to like hinder your intimacy, like with this person, like still keep that excitement and those butterflies going. And I really, I really think remembering those things that you first fell in love with, with that person and if it still applies with you today, keep reminding yourself that because like that's the most important thing. And also like you're choosing to be with this person. You're still let's say you're still courting them and dating them. Like what makes them happy? Do that. What if you know something that's going to make them smile? Do that. Um, if you know that their favorite thing is this, like go and get that for them. Like be intentional with your way of showing affection and love. Next question. How do you touch your toes with your tongue? Um, so easy. I pop my puss, arch my back, and then I have an exorcism, climb up the walls backwards. I do a flip. I swallow some glass. And I think because of the science with all of that, you're, you will finally be able to touch your toes with your tongue. Got it? Next. How do you understand Gen Z as a millennial? We speak in a different language. We do as a millennial. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I can't believe I just identified as a millennial when I'm not. I'm not a millennial. Let's get this fucking clear. But as a Gen Zer, I would say the best. Also, can you tell them extra? Um, the best way to understand a Gen Zer as millennial is have a conversation with us. We're not scary. We don't bite. We hiss though. Um, I think just ask us what does that mean. Ask us what is the new lingo. Stay up to date with TikTok. Watch our shit. I also feel like make more Gen Z friends. Gen Z people make more millennial friends. I also think Gen Z just sounds camp, whereas millennial sounds like geriatric. When you're not old, like you're actually quite young, but millennial just sounds cliche. I don't know if that made any sense. Next question. Um, how do you build confidence? I think that goes back to the first 
take of how do I love myself? Because with loving yourself comes confidence. Um, listen to the first part of the episode. Um, I answer that in great length there. Style statement pieces for fall capsule wardrobe shiz. Um, jackets are everything. Shoes are everything. Outerwear is everything. Accessorize. Once again, basics, pants, and then everything and you'll be set and you're ready to go. Next question. Personally, I want to know how you shop because you always look so cute. Um, I don't thrift a lot in like Goodwill or, or L train or any of these vintage stores because a lot of their shit isn't made for like my body size. Um, I am short. I am curvier. I think everything either fits for, um, very, very skinny people is what I've noticed. But I think really, well, I, like I said, the basics is everything. And then also like Depop, seeing what I like. I like shit that shows my chest. I like shit that snatches my waist. I don't like low, low, low rise, but I don't like high, 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 high rise pants. So I think look at your body, see what you like about it, which should be everything, but it takes time. It's an, it's a constant evolution. These are the questions that I got. These are just a couple of them that I had time to make for today's episode. Let me know what you think. I definitely, definitely want to do this again because I love conversing with you guys and you guys being a part of the main character world as the main character yourself. So next time I do this or next time you get to know me and whatnot, um, I'll put this out on my socials and you guys just let me know what you think. Ask me any questions and I'm always open to any advice that you need. Let me be the older sister. Let me be the person that you need in your life because I'm right here. So I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Make sure to like, subscribe, download all future main character with Yasmin episodes and major thank you to our incredible editor and producer, Max Shepardson. I'll see you next week. Bye.